Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live, as we always do, from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see, Unso Hushbells, who writes to us from Powdon Village. And they write, Dear Tosh Mafuni, just a note to express my concern for the safety of you and all the residents of Half Hill. Oh, thank you. We heard the show over the last couple of weeks and, frankly, we're very worried about you and the Scourge invasion. <laughs> we didn't see any Scourge here in Powdon Village, so it looks like we got off lucky. If you or the residents of Half Hill need anything at all to help you through this crisis, please let us know and we'll help in any way we can. Sincerely, Unso. Well, Unso, thank you very much for your concern and your kind offer. We are actually okay here now, and I'll talk about this in the upcoming news segment. Thanks for writing. And with that, on with the news. In news from around Azeroth, with some local flavor, if you listened to the show the last couple of weeks, you'll be aware of the scourge invasion that plagued certain sections of our world, we even had a minor panic here in Half Hill, which was actually a um, <clears throat> false alarm. There were no scourge in Half Hill. <laughs> Funny story, actually. Turns out there was a rather large group of forsaken tourists who came to visit Half Hill on the recommendation of friend of the show, Coldorn Solcris. We don't actually get a lot of Forsaken here in Half Hill, and what with the news of what was happening in Stormwind and Orgrimmar, when one of the local kids here in the village described what they saw, I, um, sort of panicked. My sincere apologies to the group of Forsaken tourists, who are all fine, by the way, and, of course, to Den Den and Leylon for shutting down the turnip for over a week. And, of course, to the Shadowpan who came here and to our listeners. My apologies. <clears throat> hey, folks. The Feast of Wintervale is almost upon us, but there's no need for you to panic because the fine vendors of Half Hill Market are there for all your farm, garden, kitchen, and, of course, gift-giving needs at the best prices and selection to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. It would normally be time for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, but uh, I don't think... Hello. Hello. Are you, are you there, lad? Oh, hey. Eamon. I wasn't expecting a report from you this week. I, I, I can barely hear you. Where, where are you? Well, near as I can tell, I'm in the afterlife. Uh, Eamon, are you... are you... Dead? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm 
confused, maybe you should start from the beginning. Right then. So, like I told you last week, I was toiling away in Ice Crown for those blasted scourge stones when I got a message from Stormwind to report to the keep. Well, you didn't have to ask me more than once, so I dropped my last bag of scourge stones right where I was, grabbed my kit, and headed to the Eastern Kingdoms. And what do you think happened? I'm afraid to guess. They sent us right back to Ice Crown. So, there I am with my unit, and we're all freezing and grumpy, waiting for our next orders, when Bolvar Fordragon himself shows up and gives us the assignment of all assignments. Rescue Admiral Proudmoore, Thrall, Bane Bloodhoof, and King Anduin himself from the Shadowlands. I don't think I'm familiar with that part of Azeroth. Well, you wouldn't be. Unless, of course, you've died. I... I beg your pardon? Oh, try to keep up, lad. Listen, the Banshee Queen is up to some sort of mischief. Apparently, it wasn't enough for her to wreak havoc in Azeroth. She's taken the fight to the afterlife itself. And that's where she abducted the leaders to. But I still don't understand. None of you are actually dead, right? All I can say is, if I am dead, and this is the afterlife, then it's pretty disappointing. <laughs> okay, really? How, how so? First of all, my feet still hurt. And secondly, I was kind of hoping that once I got to the afterlife, I could take some time off and relax a bit. But no sooner did we get here than they put us right to work fighting, collecting, and rescuing. So, given those two things, I'm pretty sure I'm not dead. <sighs> okay, I guess I get it. So, Eamon, I am very curious. What is the afterlife actually like? If I had gone on first impressions, I'd say I would have been perfectly happy to stay in Ice Crown. Because where we started, a place called the Maw, was as unpleasant a place as I've ever served. And I'm including Nazmir, mind you. And this is where we had to help Admiral Proudmore rescue Thrall, Bane, and King Anduin. By the way, all due respect in the world to Thrall, but I don't think I've ever met anyone quite as picky about his weapon as he is. Um, I, I, I'm sorry? Ah, uh, never mind. It's too long a story to go into here. As I was saying about the Maw, not the first place anyone would choose to go. First of all, I'd love to know who named the places in the Maw. Gorgoa? And the Termaculum? Sounds like a body part. Excuse me, Doctor, but I think I might have an infected tremaculum. Ridiculous. Oh, and who puts a bunch of spiky, pokey things popping up in the middle of pedestrian bridges? I mean, it serves no useful purpose. It makes no logical sense. Why, why is it there? Eamon, that sounds awful. And, and this is what the whole of the afterlife is like? Oh, no, no. Once we'd rescued Anduin, we moved along to a much nicer place called Oribos. Very nicely appointed place. That's where I'm calling from. And guess who I ran into here? Um, dead people? Well, yes, of course, lots of those. But no. I ran into Velmic, his cousin Demesis, and her girlfriend, Tilly. Uh, okay, and they definitely aren't dead, right? As far as I could tell, no. 
They're here for the same reason, are you? Are, are they there with you now? Can, can you put them on? No, Velmic headed back to Halfhill just a little bit ago, and Demesis and Tilly are off causing a bit of ruckus in a place called Bastion. Sure, why not? Makes perfect sense to me that you can go back and forth from the afterlife at will. Ah, I have to tell you, Eamon, this may be the craziest report I've ever gotten from you. Oh, my report's nothing. Wait till you hear from Velmic. He told me he's really looking forward to giving you his in-review. Lad, are, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm just really trying hard to get my head around all of this. I know, it's all a bit unsettling. But everything's going to be all right, lad. We'll get things straightened out here in the Shadowlands before you know it. And then we can all get back to normal in Azeroth. Sure, except for the whole giant sword sticking out of the planet thing, and the fact that the planet's dying. Oh, all right, of course, of course. I'm sure that'll be the first thing we take care of. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet. So, listen, Eamon, you stay safe, buddy, and check in as often as you can. Will do. Keep the home fires burning. Thanks, Eamon. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, Pilgrim's Bounty wraps up in a couple of days, so I hope you had a chance to be with those you love and fill up on some great Pilgrim's Bounty food. And of course that means that the Feast of Wintervale will be here before you know it. Well, it would be time for Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. But I'm not actually gosh, sure gosh, if Velmic... Hey. Whew, okay, I'm here. I made it. Oh, hey there, Velmic. Y- you know, I was just on with Eamon. I wasn't sure you were going to make it. I wasn't sure either. It's long trip from afterlife. But I make it. So... <laughs> You see any scourge lately? Oh, ha ha, very funny. <laughs> Little bit, yes. You know, Taolin, Demesis, and Tilly, they can't stop laughing. Well, at least they're laughing. My brothers won't even talk to me. Oh, don't get me wrong, they don't want to talk to you either. But they are laughing. Ah, <sighs> great. <laughs> Just kidding. They'll get over it. They have bigger things to worry about. Right, so Eamon said he ran into you in the Shadowlands? Yes, yes, you know, when Demesis and Tilly found out that Sylvanas had taken King Anduin and other leaders, they didn't even think twice. They come to me and say, we are going to Shadowlands for this fight. If you feel like you need to stay here for Daolin and Alice, we understand. Wow. You know, this is not easy decision for me, Tosh. But I look at Taolin and she say, Husband, this is noble cause. I cannot fight anymore and Alice needs me here. You know what is the right thing to do. So? So? I look at the Mises and Tilly and say, Okay, I'm in. What next? Tilly gets big grin on her face and say, Let's go to Stormwind. And so, that is where we go to meet Gen Greyman. 
So it all happened pretty fast then. Did you end up fighting alongside Eamon to assist Admiral Proudmore to free King Anduin? No, no. By the time we get there, that was all pretty much over. Oh, Tilly was so disappointed and so angry. I actually felt sort of bad for the residents of the Maw that crossed Tilly's path. She heard story about something that Jailer did to Bane Bloodhoof. Oh, not even Demesis could calm her down. Tosh, Tilly tear through that place like nothing I have ever seen and is screaming. I'm coming for you, Jailer, and you tell Sylvanas I'm coming. And Demesis is coming with me, you hear? Demesis is coming with me. Whew, that Tilly, she's got quite a temper on her. I know, right? But to her credit, Tilly also has strong sense of justice. Anyway, I look at Demesis and say, Cousin, maybe you should try to calm her down a little bit. This is likely to be long campaign. Demesis just shrug her shoulders and say, You know how she gets. But Demesis convinced Tilly we are probably not going to run into Sylvanas in Ma, and maybe we should move on. Things were a bit tense for a few minutes, but finally Tilly agreed. So from there we go on to a very nice place called Oribos. And that's where you ran into Eamon. Yes. Demesis, Tilly, and I were having meal in the inn, and Demesis looked across room and said to me, Cousin, isn't that Eamon over there? Yeah, Eamon mentioned the inn. So, seriously, there is an actual inn in the afterlife. Sure, they have inn, bank, vendors, trainers. It's all very organized and well thought out, I am thinking. <laughs> sure, of course, why, why wouldn't it be? Tush, buddy, are you okay? <sighs> I don't know, Velmic. This is, this is just a lot to process. Okay, so you want me to stop telling you about this? No, no, I'm sure our listeners will be interested. Okay, so, like I am saying, Oribos is a very nice place. Now, just so you understand, I am not going back to doing in-reviews, but I thought it would be nice to talk about this place since it is so new. Inn is called the Idelia, and is run by innkeeper host Tarela, who is member of group called Cartel Ta. From what I could tell, Cartel Ta are the, uh, how would you say, merchant class in Oribos. They run inn and all of vendors and service providers. And they do a nice job too. Inn is spacious, which is very good because it is very busy right now, with all visitors to Shadowlands. There are two large rooms off of main inn hall, one for eating and one for just relaxing. Service is good with many servers who they call culinary facilitators, but menu selection is limited. All they had was some nice bread called Eri Ciabatta, pomegranates and purified water. There was nice buffet laid out in room for eating, but it seemed like this is only for locals. Funny thing about buffet, though. Tilly noticed there was very nice-looking steak at buffet. But then the missus say, Interesting. Have either of you noticed any domestic animals here? Ew. Right. So Tilly decided to pass on steak. Huh. You know, I would have thought that in the afterlife you could get 
anything you want and as much as you want. I mean, once you're dead, who's going to watch your diet? Hey, <laughs> seriously. But I'm thinking this place is really for the full-time residents of Oribos, who are members of Cartel Ta, who I already mentioned, and Cartel Ba, who are collectors of knowledge and information, along with various scribes and other functionaries who run operations in Oribos. So that would probably explain limited menu. I don't think they are used to dealing with so many mortal tourists. Plus, there are very few places for sleeping or much privacy. You know, Velmek, if you were doing a real in-review, I don't think you'd be giving this in very many crystals. Don't be so sure. Remember what happened when I don't give Lazy Turnip five crystals? I don't even want to think what would happen if I give bad review for place I go to be judged in the afterlife. Yeah, you've got a point there. So, what else can you tell us about the inn in Oribos? Well, one place we visit on the recommendation of host Tarella is a place called Broker's Den. This is room just downstairs from inn and is main room for Cartel Ba. We spend a few minutes talking to Opulence Baher, who tell us that they are not leader of Cartel Ba, just someone who is, uh, eh, what was the word he used? Oh, influential. You know, I got funny feeling from both Cartel Ta and Cartel Ba. We overhear several conversations while we were there that make us feel like maybe there is something going on with cartels. Tilly say they sound shady. <laughs> no pun intended. What? You know, shady. Shades. Afterlife? I don't get it. <sighs> Never mind. So, what do you think, Velmic? Are you going to go back to Shadowlands? Oh, yes. The Mises and Tilly are going to stay there to help. So, I am thinking maybe I should be there to keep them out of trouble. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a full-time job. It will definitely keep me busy. But... Good news is, I can come back to Hefil whenever I want and tell you about things there. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Hefil, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. If you happen to be making a return visit to Pandaria from, from the afterlife, we hope you'll drop by. And when you do, there's no better way to celebrate with the living than a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans of Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week as the lead-up to the Feast of Wintervale begins with that classic holiday favorite, the vendor around the corner. Romance blossoms in the Wintervale season as two employees of Smoky Wood Pastures, who can barely stand each other, fall in love without realizing it through the post as each other's anonymous pen pals. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria.
The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. 